And welcome back, everybody. So today we're joined by Kumar Delos Reyes, uh, a big deal. How about you introduce yourself? Hey there, everyone. How are you, man? I'm Kumar Delos Reyes. I'm glad to be here and uh, uh, I look forward to chatting with you guys. So um, we know you from our childhood, uh, from playing the, the Black Ops games. We played Black Ops 2 and you were the main villain. So that was, that was a very iconic role. And, you know, I've seen interviews where you said it took a lot out of you. What was it like playing uh, Menendez? It did. You know, uh, I mean, I had a lot of fun doing it. When I, 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 I'm not sure uh, any of us really knew uh, the life that Menendez was going to take on until, um, you know, until I got the, the, the pages in front of me and then I really started to kind of play with the role. And then, and then I kind of brought my interpretation of who I thought, you know, Menendez was. And, and Dave Anthony, you know, he, uh, he, he kind of fell in love with the guy. <laughs> and, uh, so, um, you know, it it was it was it was just a, a huge physical, mental, and emotional undertaking, and uh, uh, that I you know just trying trying to make bring this guy to life and to try to make him as real as possible. So it was, yeah, it was a lot. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, when we spoke to James C. Burns, he said uh, the chemistry on on set uh, between you and him and the other actors was it, it was good from the get go. So that re that really helped and making on a authentic uh, storyline happen. So, yeah, yeah, that, that helped Chris? a lot. I, I, I still talk to James. I stay in touch with James. He's one of my, you know, one of my close friends. And, uh, and of course, Dave Anthony also. Um, I yeah. do see a lot of, um, occasionally I'll run into some of the guys from Treyarch. But as far as the, uh, the other actors, I, I, I don't stay in touch with, no. Yeah. And... Correct me if I'm wrong, but when Black Ops 2 came out, it was the was the biggest game of all time when it came out. Like the, no, I, th I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. At the time, yeah. yeah that, that's a good thing to be putting on the CV. Villain in the best <laughs> game of 2012. You know, that was a big... <laughs> not a bad resume at all. Like. Yeah, not, not bad at all. Sure, the world was supposed yeah. to end that year, wasn't it? No, it's it's funny because you know it it um, you would think it would be it's it's just a it's a big deal but in a different world it doesn't translate or then it didn't translate from from video to let's say you know my television career or my film career it no one really kind of no one really gets it that way in the industry um, it's just. Two, they're 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 really two separate things. So, um, you, know? you think people didn't realize that? Hmm. I, I mean, no, it, I it, it just it, it held it it really held no weight whatsoever. You would think that oh yeah yeah you know he he you know he was part of you know this amazing franchise mm -hmm. and he was you know this villain and the lead guy and yeah it it doesn't translate to. Um, oh, then he'll make a great lead guy or a great villain on television. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. I think, yeah. I think you're right in saying that. It's very different today that people can tend to do a lot more today as in they'll be video game actors, they'll do voiceovers, and then they can also have a big you know, career on television. I think it's very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I, I got most of my... I, I mean, most of my career has been doing television. So this, this video game was... This was new, new for me. Um, uh, and that world was new for me. And the publicity part of it, all of that was kind of like, you know, I'm like, who, what is this? What am I doing? Where, who are these people? <laughs> I know, yeah. you know, and it was so vastly different from, from anything else I had ever done. And then having to put on, you know, black tights and dots all over my face and, and then, and, 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 really kind of look at myself in the mirror and take myself seriously. It was, it was hard to, <laughs> to do that yeah. um, and really kind of hard to embody. That was, that's one of the things a lot of, you know, people don't realize is, you know, in, in film or in television, you know, you wear, you're, you're wearing your 
costume, right? You have a costume or your wardrobe or whatever that makes you uh, embody basically this character that you're playing that's part of the character you're playing. And, and, and in video games, that's not the case. You know, you're wearing those black tights and dots all over you and... You know, it's hard to take yourself serious sometimes when yeah. when your nutsack is like sticking out, like you know, like a ballerina. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's hard to be a villain when that's happening, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, James, you look cute in those tights, dude. <laughs> oh god. Well, that, well, that I, know I you think, said I that. think that, that was the chemistry that James was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, we missed uh, the interview uh, you guys did on his channel. Uh, oh yeah, that was that was fun, man. I had a lot of a great time with James, man. He's yeah. my dude. Oh, he, he's a great guy, and uh, you know, it, it's it was hilarious when we interviewed him because like some people do it like very professionally. If they get an interview, they they get in like an office area, they chill, and you know, you're sitting out on like I think a balcony, and you're just chilling. Yeah. He was he was doing a barbecue and he had the camera facing the barbecue while talking to us. <laughs> what a guy! What a guy! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, one of our I earliest guests it. as well. Oh, yeah. what a guy! I, love I say, yeah, he's, said, he's he's a really great guy. Yes, yeah. I reckon if we say, where, James, where, where are again. you guys? Where 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 are you guys right now? We're in Ireland. Republic oh, you are in Ireland. We're Irish. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I know you're Irish, but I, I didn't know you were actually in Ireland. Yeah, it's the thing, you know, people who have an Irish grandmother or they have a great, great Irish grandmother saying, I'm Irish. You know, it kind of makes you wonder, are there real Irish people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. Right yeah, it's definitely on. a thing. We're Thanks for having me on, man. This is fun, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for getting on. You well, getting? Yeah. You're yeah, talking to Menendez so right now. It's like holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Menendez. Yes, that was a lot of fun. That guy. Yeah, an iconic villain. Mm. Um, one of the best, if not the best. I can't really think of a better one. He's been named uh, the best villain in video games. What? Why do you yeah. think that is? So, say that again. He is, he's been named like the best villain of video game, you know, several times, Menendez. Like, why do you think well, that is? Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm flattered, obviously. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I did what I did and, you know, I've never even actually seen my performance, to be honest. I've never played the game, oh. so I, 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 would, I wouldn't even, I, I, I wouldn't even know what it is you guys are talking about. <laughs> I left Seriously. it. I, I left it on the. Uh, I left it all on the floor, and then I walked away from it, and and I had to decompress, you know, for a while, and I never went back to seeing what it was or what I did. And would you ever? I don't know. I've seen clips, you know. I mean, people have sent me clips in the past and stuff like that, but. My performance in its entirety, like playing the game, the story mode, all that stuff, I never, I've never seen that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I understand, but I kind of like, I'm shocked in a way. <laughs> like we've spoken to other actors who've said that they can't bear to watch the work they've done. They don't want to go back and see it because uh, they spent the time doing it. Uh, so yeah, what, what would you leave it if you already did it? Um, Correct. With such an iconic role, and you know, it's not like you're watching a movie where you know that you're seen. You'd be playing a game. Uh, yeah. Well, that's true. But yeah, I. I mean, I guess I. I never looked at it that way. But um, who knows? Who knows? I know that my 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 son has has played it and um, or used to play it. No, I think he might actually still play it. That must um, be freaky for him. Yeah. Well. You know, at the time when I did it, he was probably like, you know, 15 years old. I was probably the most popular. He was probably the most popular 15-year-old at high school at that point. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. So, but it was, it was cool. And I'm just, uh, I'm just flattered, man, really. I'm really flattered that you guys love the, the character and what I did and that he's been so widely accepted, you know. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, super cool. It's been a while since, and you know, with Black Ops Cold War coming out, you know, looking back on the old Black Ops games is not a bad idea. Um, 
so apparently the difference between the one you've done and the ones coming out now is there's a there's a split in a timeline. So the first Black Ops game um, splits and it goes in the direction of uh, Menendez existing or the current story they're making at the moment. So hmm. two mm. yeah, it's def- definitely weird. I, I thought they so just do something in between. But and I also heard so the, they 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 brought back who are, who are they bringing back in this next game? No one. No one. Well, the same characters, but no voice actors. None of the same voice actors. Full stop. Interesting. Uh, I, yeah, I heard about. I heard James wasn't doing it. I'm, you know, that's um, that's really unfortunate for the game. Yeah. And for and, and for the fans. Um. And a mistake in my in my opinion. Oh, we agree. we're we're with you there. Yeah. You know, so uh, I think he's really disappointed yeah. that because he said he wanted to see what he could have done with the character, and he knows his fans like he does the Sergeant Corner, which gets like thousands of views. You know, he said he would love yeah. to see their reactions to it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, he's he's moving on to bigger and better things. You know, and. Okay. Yeah. And you know, like, like I said before, fuck them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's their loss. You know, I just um, yeah. anyway. And if they said to you, "Hey, Kamar, we want to get you on for one last show. We want to bring this character back to life one more time," you'd go for it, would you? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I would go for it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun, actually. Look, I really hope that happens. You know, DLC or something. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. But yeah, awesome. um, fortunately, don't know about you being in uh, Cold War, but we do know you were in Black Ops 4. Um, what was that experience like, coming back uh, to do some voice lines for the role? Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, and I, I'm glad I got to, to do that. It wasn't as fun as doing Black Ops 2, obviously, because I, it was just doing the voice. So I didn't get to do any of the physical because I had already done most of it for them when I did two, you know. So, uh, but it was it was just great getting back in there again and, and being surrounded by the guys again, you know, and and uh, and being able to bring that guy back to life for a little while, you know. So always always fun to 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 go back in there and play. You know? Yeah, play pretend soldier like James like says. Yeah, yeah, definitely a good one. Um, but yeah, going back to the character, you know, he's a guy who's gone through a lot. Um, I've seen comparisons between him and uh, what's his what's his name? He's missing out his face. He's a Batman villain. Two Face. Is it Two Face? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you you're talking about Tom Hardy? Oh, Two Face, Two Face, Two Face. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking of uh, what's his name? Um, that. Yes. Yeah. 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 I got a bit confused. Um, like, <laughs> no, they, they, I mean, you know, I think all good villains, um, you know, you can empathize with. Mm. And that was, that was my goal. I wanted to make sure that, you know, that when I was done uh, portraying Raul, that, you know, that the person playing Raul, or watching Raul in the game, you know, didn't necessarily, didn't have to necessarily agree with him and what he was doing, but kind of understood where it was coming from and why he did it. And kind of, and you kind of feel for him at at times, you know, yeah, he's, you know, he's a maniac, but he, he didn't used to be, you know, and, and, you know, he was kind of turned into this maniac, you know, and yeah, so that was, that was, that was, a, you know, that was one of my goals. I needed to make sure I was able to do that for you guys. So, um, yeah, hopefully um, I did. One criticism I've seen, and I kind of agree with it is, they didn't expand enough on how much um, Raul cared for his sister or why he cared so much. Um because you see, like, there's a cutscene at the start. Um, she's really burnt up. I think he's going to kill himself. And then it flashes years forward. She's in bed. She's covered in scars. And he's, like, tucking her in or taking care of her. But besides that, it doesn't really 
delve into deep about their relationship. Yeah, and you know, I mean, look, you gotta you gotta kind of pick and choose, you know, when you're putting together a game, I guess, you know, and um, you know, the game as it was was uh, I forgot how long that story mode was, but um, but you know, you gotta kind of pick and choose, otherwise you're gonna have you know a twelve hour game. You know what I'm saying, or a twelve-hour storyline. I don't, I don't know. You know, um, I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you guys on that. Um, I, I think more could have been told, uh, but at the same time, I don't think it was ne completely necessary either. Yeah, I, I think you, you know, just the gist was enough. Yeah, yeah. you figured it out anyway. Yeah. Um, but then you get into the whole crazy aspect of aspect of him. You know, the guy went cra went crazy. Uh, yeah. You know, Oral Woods got his knees blown in. Uh, yeah. That's a rough one. Yeah, that was that was that was fun, right? I remember. Um, so when I did that audition, so I'll I'll tell you guys, I I I went in. So when I first got the audition, I didn't want to go in. On it now, mind you, I had. I had never gone in for a video game audition. And, um, and at the time, uh, the audition didn't come through as uh, Call of Duty. They had it, they were, it was called something else. It was like Pegasus or something else. And, and so I was like, fuck this. I'm not going in on for some fucking video game. <laughs> like I just, I was not having it. And at the time, you got to understand that I was, I was not in, um, I, I wasn't getting along with my, with my agents at the time. And so, you know, and then, so I felt like they were just sending this audition just to kind of shut me up, you know, and appease me, you know? So I, was, I had this chip on my shoulder and I was pissed. And, uh, and my wife convinced me to go in. She was like, look, it's been a while since you've gotten an audition. Go in and, and do this. Just do what you do. And so I, I didn't really prepare very well. Um, I didn't do what I normally do. I, I kind of went in half-ass. And, uh, and the casting director, when I was done, the casting director, Ivy, um, she, uh, she kind of looked at me and goes, is that all you got? Oh, and, and I was like, <laughs> and she fucking, I was like, did she just fucking challenge me? <laughs> and um, so I, um, I, I kind of, I went, no, no, I got more. And I took the pages and I, I, uh, I looked at them for a brief moment and then I threw them on the floor and, and I improvised the scene. And that was the scene, the blowing the knees. Um, and so I improvised that entire scene and I did this whole thing with the gun where I flipped it around in my finger and I slammed it on the ground and I, I took it to, and I blew his kneecaps off. And, uh, and then like three months later, I get a phone call. Um, I get a phone call saying that I got the job and I was like, what the fuck? What, what job? And they're like, you know, the video game you went in on and I had totally forgotten about it. And they were like, you're meeting with the director at, at Treyarch on such and such day. And I was like, and I still had no idea this was Call of Duty I was doing. So I, I, uh, I go to Treyarch in Santa Monica and, uh, and I'm waiting in the room, in the waiting room. And I start looking around. I notice that I'm surrounded by Call of Duty posters. And then I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's the game that my son loves to play. And then I'm like, oh, I played that game with my son. Oh, yeah. And I started looking around. And then just as I'm looking at all the posters, Dave Anthony walks out. And he goes, have you figured it out yet? <laughs> and I went, huh? And he goes, we'd like for you to play the new, the new villain in, our, in, in the new Black Ops, in the new Call of Duty game. <laughs> and I was like get the fuck out of town. Call of Duty? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, and that's how that went down, you know? So, you, you were aware of how, how big a deal Call of Duty was at that time? <clears throat> I, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't. 
I mean, I knew because, you know, I, at the time I had a, you know, a 14 year old or a 15 year old. Um, and so I know that he, he used to play all those single shooter games. And the one game that I have played with him in the past was call of duty. So that's how I kind of, kind of knew, but I didn't, I didn't, I still had no idea how big the franchise was. I had no clue. Yeah, it's massive. I think, and and that, was, that was probably a good thing going in, you know, as an actor, because it, it, it was probably, a, a, but there was less pressure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm had, I, had I known, had I known, I probably would have been like, oh my God, I got to do my best job. I would have gotten all nervous and <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Who knows, you know? I guess. I wonder, do you, do you now know how big it is? Because I got the feeling you, you don't. Yeah, I'm starting to, yeah, I got it. I, yeah. I, I do, I do, I do. I'm pretty sure every time Call of Duty have released a game, it's been the highest selling game of that year. Yeah. yeah. I, I, no, I think yeah. Black Ops 4 broke that. It, it didn't, as far as didn't I know. Uh, People were disappointed because no campaign. Mm. But apparently they, they had a concept for a campaign. James told us about it. They, they, they did what? But uh, Black Ops 4 didn't have a campaign. So they didn't have a story mode. Oh, right. They, yeah, they he did mention one. that, actually. Yeah, he mentioned that when I when I did his show. I, I didn't realize that. I don't I don't really keep up with it. So I you know, I I I learned most of my stuff from you guys and from James. There you go. Yeah. Um I guess in terms of actors who've been involved in Call of Duty games, he he does the most. And it's unfortunate that he's been taken out of the next game. Especially because yeah. It's He's not dead. Bullshit. He can play the character. The character's supposed to be older now, so of course he can do it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, it's bullshit. Anyway. It's certainly a loss on their part. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. What can you do? So, you know, you weren't born an actor, or maybe you were. Um, how'd you get into acting? Oh, man, I, uh, I kind of stepped in shit. Uh, they, they, I'd like to say that only because, yeah, it, you know, it's, it, it's, I, I, I'd like to say that only because I didn't set out to really be an actor initially, you know, what I, I was going to, uh, you know, I come from a, a, a musical background, you know, four generations of musicians in my family, everyone's a, a professional drummer and uh you know i've got a brother who's a drummer with chicago the band and my other brother's um a percussionist with uh the zach brown band and um and my dad's a really you know well-known <laughs> percussionist drummer and in, in his in that in his circle and in his world and and uh and his father was famous trumpet player and his father's brother was a famous trumpet player and all that stuff anyway so i grew up with with surrounded by music and surrounded by performers and artists that you know and and i i i grew up in las vegas you know so i was always on stage with my dad and and can you hear me i can hear you yeah uh, okay, you you went out there for a second. I wasn't sure. Um, that other guy's so I, Go on. <laughs> Yeah. So I I spent a lot of time in 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 uh, the showrooms and backstages of Las Vegas, growing up, and and I, you know, I loved to perform. I loved to sing. I loved to dance. That's that's how I initially got started in this business. And then I moved out to Los Angeles to. You know, when I came out here, it was like the craze of MTV music videos. Mm. It was like the biggest thing you could do was to do a music video. You know, it was like the hottest thing. So my goal was to like be on a music video, you know? <laughs> it was like, that's what I was going to do. Sounds fucking ridiculous right now, but that's, you know, like my goal as a dancer was to get on a fucking music video. So, um, <laughs> and I, you know, I came out here with that goal in mind and then and then I realized, you know, kind of reality hit. And I realized, you know, how dancers got treated sometimes on the set of films. And, you know, they were, you know, they, they were the hardest workers and, and, and they get treated, you know, just shitty. Um, and, and so I was like, man, I, 
you know, I think I could do this acting thing. <laughs> like, I kind of like the way those guys get treated. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's the way it was, you know, and, uh, uh, but uh, that's how I kind of, I came out here to be a dancer, performer, and I got myself into acting class, and one thing led to another, and here we are. Yeah, um, actually, with most actors we talk to, it's just kind of a thing of, oh, I fell into it. Mm. So I guess that's similar there. You didn't set out to become one, but in the end you did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a child, you know, I'd love to be able to say, like, as a child, I wanted to be an actor from the time I was born. I didn't. I wanted to play the trumpet, and I wanted to sing and dance. I wanted to, one thing I knew for sure when I was li very little is that, is that I wanted to be out front. Mm. I did not want to be in the back where my dad and my brothers were. Um, even though they're not, obviously, from, a, from a, a professional level, they're not in the back. But, you know, physically, they're in the back of the band always, right? The drummer's always yeah. like kind of in the back. Yeah. And I never, wanted to, I never wanted to be that, you know? Um, I always knew that I wanted to be out front either dancing or with a mic in my hand or something. I guess you could say I was a, little, a bit of a ham when I was a kid. Well, you're from a musical background, oh, whatever. so why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, yeah. I mean, it's cool, man. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I, did, uh, I did musical theater for years, and I can see why you wanted to do it. Like, I did acting and dancing and... We were talking to uh, Dominic for a guest yesterday, and he was just talking about how, how hard it is sometimes to get into acting and how you're always relying on the next paycheck kind of thing. And oh, yeah, paycheck to paycheck. It can, it can be tough, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, like, uh, I, don't wish this, I don't wish this, you know, on, on the career I chose on anyone. Um, you know, it's, um, you, you, you better fucking love it. But I say that about, you know, anything you do, you better love it. Um, but this for acting, you for sh sure. Yeah. I mean, you really, because 95 per 99% of the time, it's rejection. Mm. You're re it's, you live in rejection. And then that, that 1%, or, you know, that 0.5% of acceptance is what keeps you going. Yeah. You know, each time you get a job, each time you get an opportunity, not even the job, each time you get an opportunity and, and the, the, the opportunity to, to do what it is you love, that, that feeds you, that feeds you and the sustenance you need to keep going. Yeah. Mm. If that makes any sense. No, no, it does. Yeah. It's, it's a rough one being an actor, you know, you're told no more than you're told yeah. And I guess it's, it's part of like fantasizing about, oh, if I had this role and uh, then missing out on this. Like, like we, we, sometimes I ask the guest, oh, who's an actor? Like, hey, what's the biggest role you've ever lost out on? And, you know, we've had some real, real cool ones. We've had someone nearly became the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Someone nearly became Negan in The Walking Dead. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Like one or they were like the last four people, the last eight people, you know? And yeah, yeah. Story like that, is there any big role you've ever lost out on? Off the top of my head, uh, yeah, man, I've lost out on a lot of television, a lot of, you know, lead television shows like The Walking Dead and, you mm -hmm. know, and, uh, um, you know, at one point I was up for the lead in, in the sequel to The Walking Dead. Um, oh, yeah. I, always forget the, I always forget the actor's name who got that. Um, um, What's the sequel to he's The Walking Dead? He's, he's a wonderful, oh, wonderful. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember what I they ended up calling that. I can't remember what it is now. It's not, it's... Um, I don't know if there's There's Fear of the Walking Dead, there's The Walking Dead. And World Beyond. I think it's Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah, it was Fear of the Walking Dead is yeah. the one I was... Yeah, and his, uh, he's a wonderful actor. I think he's, he's from New Zealand, um, is the guy who got the role. And I just I can't remember his name right now. I'm blanking. Oh, that's but, yeah, uh, that's I, but anyway, they, 
he was perfect. He was perfect for the role, you know, just when you, you know, when you're up for it, it's, it's really fascinating sometimes. You know, sometimes they get it wrong, but very rarely do they get it wrong. Yeah. Casting directors are really wonderful at what they do. And, and, you know, like once I saw him playing the role, I was like, oh, I can see why they, they, they chose him over me. Yeah. You know, um, but at the time you're like, gosh, you're just fucking grasping for, for anything, for straws, you know, for life. You're like, please, I need this job or I want this job or I'm up for this job. I'm so close. I'm so close. I'm so close. And that happens all the time, you know, and well, not all the time for, not all the time, but, um, for instance, I'll give you guys an example. Uh, uh, recently, you know, they say when it rains, it pours. Um, recently, I have, I, I got on a, on a little bit of a roll now, a little bit of a streak of sorts. So, like, I've booked, you know, the last three out of five auditions that I've had. Oh, well done. Um, and, uh, hold on, let me... Um, Get out of this. My son called. <laughs> so. So. This has never happened before. No, it hasn't. Kamar de los Reyes disappeared. Actually, do you know what, Jared? The last time this happened, it was the James interview. Oh my God. <laughs> do you remember how bad that was? <laughs> but the, the problem was with that, uh, we just split it into two segments. Oh, I know he's going to be back relatively soon, so it's okay. Yeah. So also, we'll, uh, we were a lot more fidgety back then. Yeah. So how are you, Thomas? I'm good, Jared. How are you? Oh, not too bad, man. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I'm good. It's good, man. Um, it's good to so hear. So tell me about that UFC thing. You said some guys that you got, like, oh, slugged off. I wasn't watching it now, but I saw something earlier this morning that uh, some guy's ear disconnected after getting a, a shoulder, not shoulder, a elbow to the uh, to the temple. It looks shit. Man. So an elbow to the temple caused the guy, to, his ear, like, to pop, to come off, yeah. or... Hmm. It disconnected part of his ear came off like Fucking hell. We'll Imagine. have to we'll have to watch it later on after this podcast, of course. We'll have but, to uh, watch it. I don't I don't know about that one. Like the last um, two, three minutes of the fight it happened. But yeah. uh it looks so bad. And you can see like you can see the officials running in as soon as it happened. Oh here he is. <laughs> oh, there he is. And he is back. Back again. Hello. Sorry about that, guys. Don't don't worry about. It. Don't worry. You know what? It's funny. This hasn't happened since James was on. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't know happened. how to. Like, I'm I'm so technically inept, man. It's like a phone call comes in, and I meant to like I to to not answer it, and I ended up answering it and disconnecting with you guys. That's so, all right. Don't worry about uh, it at all. We had a quick little chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Speaking of, of roles, you you done. Um, you were in Sleepy Hollow. Uh, yeah, you were Sleepy Hollow, right? TV show. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Now I can. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I was saying you you were in Sleepy Hollow, the TV series before, weren't you? Oh yeah, I did do. Yeah, I did do that. I played a, a character, a pretty cool character on that one. Named Job. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. We shot that. We shot that out in Atlanta. Um, and he again, he was kind of like this villainous guy who, you know, right hand man to the to Satan, you know, and he was a demon. And and uh, but he also had kind of two sides to him. I wanted to make sure he had. Yeah. Two sides to him too, you know. I, I think that's important in, in all villains. Yeah. Because you know? if you if you play just one note, you know, uh I you know, those villains that where everyone's just like, I'm gonna play angry villain the entire fucking time, fucking da, da, da. sooner or yeah. later you fucking that's too many. You, you you stop listening, you stop watching, you know? Yeah. Even yeah. recently in like uh superhero films, especially like villains with like Thanos or like Loki, it's like you, you empathize with the characters. They're so fucking a man. Heck yeah, man. That performance by Loki was is that that guy was amazing. Mm. I, I I love that that. Uh, do you remember when they had him in that glass chamber or in prison, basically? In Thor two, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That scene, he he <laughs> fucking rocked that scene, man. 
And it, you Killed know, it. He only gets better and better. The shame with the second Thor movie was, I don't think the director had any idea what he was doing. But, you know, when Taika Waititi got in there, oh my God, Thor Ragnarok was just, it was one of the best ones they've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose a lot of things, you need a good director. Um, you need a good script and you need a good director, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. You know, with bad writing, even the best actors can be ruined. Um, I think if you looked at some of the Star Wars prequels, you would agree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. I mean, listen, we're, we, we, unfortunately, we all fall prey to that as, as actors, especially as young actors. You know, yeah. you're just trying to, you're just trying to get work, some work under your belt, man. And there's going to be good ones and there's going to be bad ones, you know, and, and, and you can't believe either one of them. You know, if you if you drink the Kool Aid on the good stuff, you're gonna drink the Kool Aid on the bad stuff. Yeah. And and you know, so you you got to be careful as a young actor. But but at the same time, you got to get ex you got to get experience. And sometimes getting experience means doing crappy fucking film or crappy shit. You know. Yeah. And yeah, we like and, to James uh, Yeah, just to get just to get in just to get in front of a in front of the lens. You know, so that you can start to get comfortable in yeah. front of the lens to be able to do, you know, the good stuff, you yeah. know, because yeah. a lot of, and you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of what, a lot of things that, you know, some of the stuff that a lot of people don't realize is that, um, you know, it's not, it's not just about the performance. Um, you know, actors, a lot of actors, you know, that you get hired because you're, because you're a pro, because you can hit your mark, you can find the light. You know, you, you, you know, you're, you know, the, what the camera, you, you know, you know, you talk to the DP, you ask the DP, what are they looking for? You know, that kind of stuff. And you, and, and a good actor will deliver that for yeah. you, yeah. you know, and which is why, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, you, sometimes you might be, you might be the better actor, maybe, I don't know what that exactly means, but you might be the better actor, but if, you know, if, if, you know, if, but if I come in and let's say I'm, I'm as good, whatever that means also, I'm as good, but, but I have more experience, they're probably going to hire the guy with experience. 100%. Yeah. You know, especially, especially in television. Um, yeah. Especially in television. Yeah. Um, that's just, that, that's just my opinion, obviously. So, uh, that's a pretty accurate. Take, take 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 it for what it's worth, which is about fucking two pennies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, as people trying to get into TV, into acting, what what advice can you give from your experience? Um, always do you. I know that sounds really kind of simplistic, but always do you. Don't try to be someone you're not. And what I mean by that is, hold on, hold on, you know, hold on. Isn't that what you're doing in acting? Well, no, you're, 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 there's always, you should always be able to, to bring some of you into the role. It's why they hire you. Yeah. You know, each per it's what, if, you know, if everyone came in and did the same fucking performance every single fucking time, then why would you have a bunch of auditions? You know, just hire the yeah. first guy that comes in because everyone's going to do the same thing. Um, but that's Im almost impossible. That's impossible to do when every person that comes in is different. Um, so it's just important to always kind of remember that, you know, um, bring you to the role, um, and, and learn to, um, I'm not really good at this sort of thing, but to learn to empathize. Um, once you apply empathy, then you, you know, you can walk in that, in that character's shoes. Yeah. Um, uh, then the rest will, will hopefully fall into place. Yeah. You know, but that's, that's deep shit. I mean, that's like, that's like years and years of class. And, and so, you know, look, let me, let me, let me back up, get into class, get a really, really fucking good coach and study your ass off and always do you. Yeah. That's the best advice I can give. 
Um, and, and, you know, don't, don't just assume that, oh, that looks easy. I can do that. The guys that are doing it have been doing it for a really, really fucking long time. They know what they're doing. They've studied their pros. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's what you kind of want to do. You want to put in your, you know, 10,000 hours, you know? Yeah. Mm. I suppose you need every one of those hours. Because uh, you were saying you need a lot of experience to be accepted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was, I, you know, I'm working on this show uh, right now. Um, and I can't, unfortunately, I can't tell you guys what it is, but um, uh, until they formally announce it, but yeah. I'm, I'm working in television right now. And, and when the first day I walked onto set, I, I probably ran into half a dozen people that have been in my trajectory since the beginning of my career, which is, 30 years, yeah. you know, sometimes I forget, like I've been doing this shit for 30 fucking years. Holy shit. Like I ran in like, like I I'm 53. So I, I, I ran like the lady that's doing my makeup right now on the show was the very first makeup artist I ever had in Hollywood. Oh, wow. Uh, that's cool. That's crazy. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah it is crazy. <laughs> So, you know, it's, and so when we see each other, you know, when, when we get, when we see those people, when we see each other, we, we have a certain amount of respect for each other because we know how fucking hard this, this career is and to, you know, to stick it out um, is a big deal. Can you yeah. guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh, yeah. Hold on. I, I need to, let me go get my charger here. I'm going to take you guys for a little walk. Because I need to get my, I need to get my phone charger. I'm gonna die here. That's right. This is so similar to the James one. I love it. It's so uncanny. You've got a very nice house. Oh, thanks, man. Well, we oh, it's beautiful. The, and the view is you, beautiful. You, well. you, you, you want to you, you see the view? Check this out. Ooh. Oh, right. so nice. It's beautiful, wow. Yeah, that is impressive. Right? Isn't that cool? It's so That's green beautiful. as well. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You got a good landscaper. It's me. <laughs> yeah, I, I do all my Instagram. Uh, I do, bro. Today. Is that how you knew? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I fucking love doing that shit. <laughs> I, yeah. I throw down, dude. I throw down. I get up into the trees like 25, 30 feet high. Bit of a green thumb, uh, and and I I prune those fuckers, man. <laughs> it's no joke. Yeah. I, I I love I love playing with chainsaws and picks and and shovels and shit. Very Menendez like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. where I learned it's it's where I learned all my shotgun tricks. Oh Jesus! You know, yeah. I spin chainsaws. You know, I'm like that chainsaw juggler. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of a, a dodgy profession in all fairness <laughs> yeah. swallowers. you'd really want your 10,000 hours in that one Christ. yes yes you can yeah, yeah. as an actor but as a, as a don't say do it again but as a chainsaw juggler <laughs> you know you grab the wrong end yeah I think you're done right I think that's a one chance only gig yeah. <laughs> I had a question until we got here. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I, another question I had was, or not really a question, discussion. Um, so Black Ops 2 is based in the year, or the later part of it is based in the year 2025. You know, we're yeah. in 2020. It's even crazier than the game. Um, but, you know, a lot of the game came true. Um, you know, not to the degree, um, at least we got five years to get there. Um, but you know, a lot of anti American sentiment, a lot of tension between the United States and China, stuff like uh, that, that actually came true. Pro proxy, war proxy wars all over Africa, yes. Well, you know, yes. uh, fighting, you know, fighting, uh, you know, over minerals and. Minerals becoming, you know, the biggest uh, 
uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's what you know all these wars are about, right? I yeah. Mean, and uh, whoever whoever can get you know the most minerals so that they can make the most phones and the most computers and the most yeah. fucking um, <sighs> anyway so crazy a lot shit. Of, uh, stuff being done over social media, you know, like uh, Cortes Diaz was his stuff was posted on uh, YouTube. Obviously, thankfully, there's not one of those in real life, unless you're hiding something. But um, oh yeah, you no, know, no, no, no. A, a lot of uh, you know, like fake accounts saying stuff, you know, like stuff with the IP address from Russia saying stuff about the United States and so on. Um, that was part of the game. It actually came true. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we got five years until the uh, apocalypse. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, well, we wouldn't go that far, but we, we did, you know, it's crazy. It's, um, I'm kidding. I mean, you know, we talked about this shit um, <laughs> back in 2012. I remember like, you know, Dave Anthony, first of all, Dave Anthony is one of my dear friends. Um, he's just a brilliant guy, you know, I mean, and then he surrounds himself with with other talented individuals and together they come up with these these fucking stories, you know, and uh, and I mean, they're so close to the truth that sometimes they've had to alter the story or um you know, like at one point, they received threats um, from anonymous. Oh, you know, because because initially, do you remember? Yeah, I'll tell you guys a story. I don't know if you guys know this, but when they first came out with the first, um, with the first trailer for Call of Duty Black Ops Two, it involved anonymous. They didn't, they didn't show Raul Menendez and, and Anonymous thought that they were using them as the main villain in Call of Duty Black Ops 2 and they sent an email to Treyarch saying to cease and desist or they would, or they would fuck up the game. And so, so that's when they had to reveal, they ended up having to reveal Raul a lot sooner than they wanted to. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's rough. That sounds extremely. I I, I think I think that's how the story goes. But I I I you know give or take. But that's that's pretty much it. In you know the gist of it. Yeah, and because uh, I remember getting called in. I remember getting called in. I mean, it's been a long time. I remember getting called in to. Oh, they had sent me like my they they. Had, just sent me my facial um, uh, recognition stuff and they wanted me to take a look at it to see, because to get kind of, not my approval, but to get my opinion um, on whether they got it right or not. How, if, you know, if my likeness was, was I happy with it? And I, of course, wrote them back and said, no, that doesn't look at all like me. <laughs> and um, so they they had to if you notice in the trailer in the very first trailer Raul Menendez because they tweaked it a little bit but they weren't able to do it as much as they wanted because they ran out of time because they had to get that trailer out mm. um, they ended up tweaking Menendez more later before the actual game came out and then they made him look more like me because I had a bunch of notes, but they 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 were limit they they were limited with what they could do because of the time constraints they were under. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I suppose making a so. game is a lot of pressure, especially nowadays. Oh man! You hear about those guys being stuck in their office typing away, trying to make the smallest of things uh, for ages. It's amazing how I mean it's, but it's still. I mean, what does it take? Two. I mean, from 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 its. Inception, I think it, it takes up to like four years total to make yeah. one game. I believe so. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, it's Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's kind yeah. of why, that's why you have all these different Black Ops games because they're trying to fill in the holes mm. while one, you know, so that when one comes out, another one fills in and then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, so. it's a crazy one, definitely. Yeah. Um, but how exactly you get them with video games now? It's, it's kind of crazy. 
Um, I don't know, some, some of the tactical innovations to do with a recent, recent game, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, you know, they put in such a level of detail that it was, it was actually funny. Um, what, what's one of them? Uh, <laughs> someone had to code, and they spent a long time coding it. No idea. <laughs> I was breathing fire. <laughs> I think I think it, you should go check your smoke alarms. They don't seem to be working. It looks like you have a fire. <laughs> <laughs> we are in California, after all, you know. Oh, you can you, yeah. can, you can smoke, man. You don't you don't know how you smoke. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> if it's legal, we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's legal where you are, you can do it. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, one one funny thing we had on was we had a guy from Breaking Bad on, and he was on talking to us, and he just, we didn't realize that a bit in, but he was rolling a joint while talking to us. Like, we hadn't a clue, no one had ever done something like that on the show before, but uh, yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a beginning for everything, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, which guy did you have on? We had, uh, we've had loads of them on, but we had Rodney, we had Rodney Rush. Rush, he played combo, but we've had like, Skinny Pete, on we had the guy who oh, worked like for we had the guy who worked for Dust with who got killed with the box cutter. Great scene. Oh right on, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a big yeah. Right on, man. Fan, so yeah. <laughs> you found that. Hey, and how are how are you guys how are you guys doing over there with the whole COVID thing? Uh, we're in our second lockdown, and it's worse than our first. Mm. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what, and so tell me tell me what what is. What does lockdown look like for you guys? What does that mean um, exactly? I mean, well, unless you're going for shopping, education, like, and shopping is is only food, uh, education or work, you cannot leave your home, uh, unless it's within five kilometers for I think exercise purposes. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of how it is. It's a lot stricter than other places. And what about, uh, what are the numbers like there? Do you know off the top of your head? We have yes, around 300 to 400 500 cases. Yeah. But for us, a population of like 4 million, that is, that is quite a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's... Wow. And it's concerning because our population density is tiny. Mm. Absolutely yeah. Yeah. tiny. Where, where in Ireland are you guys? Midlands. Mid center. In the middle. Say, yeah. say that again. In the Midlands, like right in the center. Of it. Midlands, 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 catch. It's a yeah. place called Offaly, hence the name of the podcast, Offaly Irish. Offaly um, Irish. Ah. It's awful, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> yeah, no it, is, no, it is seriously devoid of anything. And it's always raining. Is it really? Honest to God. Always raining? Always. Ireland has about like, well, there's about two cities, three cities maybe, max. Uh, I've always wanted. I've always wanted to visit, man. I've always wanted to visit. I've always told. I've, I've always been told that it's stunning. Do you have any Irish ancestry? I don't. Two percent, one percent, maybe. I, no, I don't. I don't. But I. Yeah, Irish guy walked past you once. But I'd, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm serious. Excuses can, like this is called an Irish American. Oh. I, I have, I have like some of my dearest friends are are, are Irish. Is is that close enough? Oh, I mean, sure. like, sure. why not? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but uh, yeah, you should you should come here sometime. It, you know, it's it's really good yeah. for tourists, especially in places like Dublin, Kerry, Donegal. It's a, it's a Cork. beautiful place to come to. Like, go away. Just stay away from Offaly. Is the only advice we we tell you because yeah, you, you never get here on purpose. That you don't. It, like huh. they build their motorways around us just so you don't have to go into it yeah i i've always been that's hilarious i've always um i have a friend of mine that goes every year and uh and rents a castle um yeah he rents a castle um is that spencer garrett I, by any chance what's that is that spencer garrett by any chance no no but no. <laughs> But I just, I don't, I don't, I, I can't remember where though. He always tells me, but I just can't remember where. He's invited me to come up a bunch of times. I've just never been able to go. 
if you can find that, we'd like to know. Uh, text your friend after the podcast and maybe find that and send it on. Because, like, I'd like to live in a castle. Like, that'd be cool. <laughs> Depending who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are, is it, are, they, are they common? No. Yeah. No, you, you'll drive past the castle mm. accidentally. Um, on, my way, on my way to Thomas, I, I drive past two. On my way down to Dublin, I pass one. Uh, okay. Like, Offaly doesn't have many castles. It has the most haunted castle in um, in Ireland, apparently. Um, we've hmm. been there. But um, if you go like to the more southern parts or towards the coast where Britain was, or where Britain is, not was, uh, yeah. you understand to try to stop them invading. There's a bunch of castles. Uh, like from so wait zone. a second. So so. So tell me, well, what's that? What's that like? Tell me a little bit about the history. You guys got time to do that? What do you, what do you want to know? Well, I just you, you mentioned uh, you just mentioned some stuff I I don't know much about. You see, I'm sweeping right now. Do you see me sweeping? Yeah, that's, you, know, um, you know, you know, uh, as far as Britain and all that. I, I, why don't you guys school me a little bit on that? Um, since uh, don't give me that look, Thomas. Um, since oh, what's the original date? Uh, Man, who knows? Who knows? You know, I, I don't. I, I'll be honest. I'm Irish. I don't know a lot about our history. I know like what they teach you in school, but there's a lot more to it. Jared, okay. Jared did like leading search history, so he's more. I'm super into our history because it's a lot of it got erased. And in the year 1169, Ireland was first invaded by the British, and on since then they've never left. Um, you know. Uh, you know, we had bits of independence, uh, but never full independence. Still, technically, not really. Uh, Northern Ireland is still part of the United Kingdom, whereas the southern bit is uh, the Republic of Ireland. Uh, so, you know, depending how rural the place is, there's some anti-British sentiment. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's against British people. I think it's more against what they used to do here, because obviously they don't mm. do anything bad here now. No. So, like, um, if you go back a hundred years, sure, it was carnage. It was unreal. Um, you know, we've only had our independence since 1922. You know, the Americans got out early. Uh, we didn't. We were uh, yeah. here for a while. Uh, uh, that's, that's interesting. Fascinating stuff, man. I, I know very little about that. Mm. About that. Yeah. Um, fascinating. So they're so they're 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 still there. They own six of our counties, and we own the other twenty-six. They own mo- <sighs> the, the, they own the majority of the north. There's like one county from the north that they don't own. Now that that's Donegal. That's Donegal. Yeah. yeah. Um. But. The, the, the thing that bothers people is, um, okay, so some people up there are nationalists, some are unionists, so they want, some want to go back to Ireland, some want to remain in the United Kingdom. Mm. Um, colonialism was tested in Ireland when they sent um, kind of settlers, like Protestant uh, settlers to go set up plantations here and, you know, root in, join the community, uh, be in charge of an area, so they got rooted in there. And as a result, there's areas where they believe they're entirely English um, or entirely Irish. So the, the problem is that there was two counties, well, three, that wanted to come back to Ireland was but when we first got independence, but they didn't. So there's been a lot of trouble up there. Uh, you know, you've ever, if you've ever heard of the, uh, the troubles, so there's been a lot of hassle up there about people wanting independence still. Mm. But, um, you know, we could get it is- soon. Are you, so you're pro-independence? Um, yes, I think we've gone past the days of the empire. You know? Awesome. Uh, yeah. I genuinely believe that. Um, yeah. You know, nationalism... You, you, do, you, do, you see, do you see that happening someday? Sure, yeah. Um, I, see it, I see it happening in my lifetime. Uh, what, what, what do you think is what do you, what, let me ask you this what do you think it's going to take um uh, what's going to take well here's the thing it's up to the people um we can't force anyone to come 
back to Ireland. If they feel the part of the United Kingdom and where they are is their home and they should be there, you can't convince them otherwise. You know, we have our history, but it's their history now. Um, hmm. like I'm, not, I'm not in the business of forcing people out of Northern Ireland. I'm definitely not that kind of person. But if, yeah, if certain you. towns, certain areas say they want to jump back to Ireland, they should be given the opportunity to. Mm. So say if two of those counties said, hey, we went back into Ireland, uh, if we started the process of letting them back in. I mean, yeah. I think, I think that's a healthy perspective. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't go all uh, crazy and say, just, just take it. Yeah, no. I think we're well past that kind of stuff, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. But sure, if they if, if feel it's their home, nothing I can do. No. Yeah. Do that. To tell us a bit about um, Puerto Rico and the United States, what's the deal there? It's not. It's not. It's like a territory of the United States, is it? Or it is. You know, it's a commonwealth. Um, you know, is what they like to refer to it these days, or you know. Uh, How do you feel about that? Kind of, um, I don't know. You know, it's it's hard for me to really have an opinion on on. It's look, I can have an opinion. I just don't know um, how how healthy it would be uh, for me to voice that opinion, um, considering the fact that I live here. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, so I don't, perspectives. for, for sure. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't go through what they go through over there and I don't, you know, and I don't really know their daily struggles and their daily sacrifices and their day. I, I don't know any of that kind of stuff for real. You know, I, I'm there. I, I touch on it every once in a while and I see it from a distance. Um, but it, it just wouldn't be fair to them for me to kind of go, yeah, you know, they, they I, I vote for independence or pro-statehood or whatever it is. Right now, they voted for pro-statehood. They voted for statehood. Yeah. So that uh, uh, we'll see what happens with hopefully uh, uh, with our new administration and, uh, and hopefully that'll come up. I personally uh, think it's a, a pipe dream of sorts um, at times, uh, but anyway, without get, with without getting into it, but getting into it, uh, <laughs> I think um, I feel like you're very torn I think, here. I I am I am because I, I I have a lot like on the tip of my tongue that I really kind of want to say, but I got to be careful. So. Um, but let's, you know, let's see what happens over the next few months and over the next year or so. You know, Puerto Rico's suffered a lot in the last, you know, three, four years. And, and you yeah. know, my brethren, you know, they've gone from, you know, disastrous hurricane, which, you know, I, uh, I saw firsthand and, uh, you know, that literally, like, laid waste to my, you know, our little island, you know, and... Uh, it was like Armageddon and, uh, you know, and then, in, you know, in, uh, the, uh, the upheaval in the government and overthrowing the, the, the governor of the island and, and that whole deal. And then earthquakes and, you know, fucking destroying the south side of the island, which is where my mother lives. And it's just been, it's just been horrible. And then, of course, you know, being treated like second-class citizens, um, you know, when, you know, we send young men and women from our island to fight for this country every year, you know, and, and they have fought, and Puerto Ricans have fought in every single war dating back to, you know, World War II. Um, so I, I just don't, I, I think we deserve more, um, or at least, on, uh, or at the very least, I, I think we deserve to be uh, treated equally. Um, well, you know, at least our people and stuff. But well, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, with uh, 
with change will come, um, you know, with hope will come some change. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty a phenomenon um, that somewhere wants to be incorporated to somewhere else. You know, for so long we've wanted, we've had places wanting independence and very rarely has any, any country, any group of people ever asked or wished to uh, join another nation. Well, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, Puerto Rico is a, and Puerto Rico, you know, we were, you know, the Philippines right. and Panama also have movements towards joining the United States. Yes. Yeah. Guam actually. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, uh, yeah, my, you know, I, I kind of like where they are status quo. I just, if we're going to keep the status quo thing, I don't know. I mean, could Puerto Rico survive in this day and age um, on its own? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they, they have great coffee. They have uh, great agricultural, you know, it's a great agricultural, but you know, they I guess they could, export all that stuff, sugar, bananas, pine, all that kind of, the same as, you know, they do with Hawaii. I mean, look, all that's, all that stuff's been, I mean, that's all U.S. owned. I think it's all corporate shit. I don't even want to get into that conversation. But anyway, here I am. <laughs> yeah, no, I, sorry, I, I don't want to make you talk about something you don't want to talk about. Yeah, I just, I, I get, I start getting angry. And shit starts coming out of my shit starts coming out of my mouth. I can't do that. <laughs> Menendez every time he talks about it. Yes. Wanting <laughs> to see things burn, shooting people Who's in the knees. Dare you, motherfuckers! Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh you, fuckers! <laughs> All right. I feel like I got you a bit wound up. I feel like we've had a great conversation. Hundred percent. Yeah. Tomorrow, if people want to check you out, where can they find you? Oh man, I'm on uh, I'm on Instagram, primarily Instagram. I would say under uh, just reverse my name. It's Delos Reyes Kamara, and I'm verified, so I'll I'll have a blue check next to my name. So well, look at you. You also in on case cameo. In, in, <laughs> in case in case there's any imposters out there, you know. Mm. Um, uh, cameo. I am on Cameo. Yeah, I am on Cameo. That that's been fun. I've done a bunch of Black Ops stuff on Cameo. Um, of late, actually, recently, um, yeah, I get a lot of requests from 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 uh, Call of Duty fans, mostly. Uh, I'm on Cameo, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on all those, but I am primarily on Instagram. Mm. Um, so if uh, you know, you can find me on Instagram, you can DM me on Instagram, you can do all that shit. Well. If you want to find him, you know where to find him. So if you've gotten this far, thanks, man. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, tell your grandma about the podcast, and take it handy. Good luck, Jesus. <laughs>